0: Welcome to the March 2007 edition of the Harvard Business Review. The issue begins with a short article from Daniel Goldstein, who suggests some ways you can introduce your little-known brand to the bigger market. Then there are two articles about different types of management challenges. In the first, Leading Clever People, by Rob Goffey and Gareth Jones, the authors tackle the question of how do you lead people who don't want to be led and who may be smarter than you. Then, in Crisis at the Summit by George Parsons and Richard Pascal, the authors look at how to identify and help your top-performing employees when they hit a dangerous slump in their ambition. Our final full-length article this month is a first-person story by Glenn Mangurian about how becoming paralyzed changed his life and his leadership style. It's called Realizing What You're Made Of. Finally, you'll hear six executive summaries from the remaining articles from this month's Harvard Business Review. Let's begin with a short article from the Forethought section by Daniel Goldstein about how to slip your brand into the mainstream. I've recently come to see consumers' preference for recognized brands as akin to what animal behaviorists call neophobia, avoidance of the new. The neophobic response can be powerful, more so than managers already imagine. Research shows that customers may prefer a recognized brand even if it has clear shortcomings, even if, in certain circumstances, it's dangerous. Consumers in a recent study believe that airlines whose names they recognized were safer than unrecognized carriers. On the whole, this belief persisted even after participants learned that the known airlines had poor reputations, poor safety records, and were based in undeveloped countries. In other words, a lack of recognition was more powerful than three simultaneous risk factors. That's neophobia. Here's another example of neophobia. In a laboratory taste test, unwitting participants preferred a better-tasting peanut butter only 20% of the time when it wore an unfamiliar brand label, but liked a worse-tasting product 73% of the time when they thought it was a recognized brand. Consumers' awareness runs deep. Images of highly familiar brands have been shown to activate specific areas of the brain. In general, if you assume people will follow a simple rule— In a choice between a known quantity and an unknown quantity, I'll take the one I know, even if there's something wrong with it, you'll be surprisingly accurate in predicting customers' choices in a variety of markets. Over the past decade, my former colleagues at the Max Planck Institute in Berlin and I have studied this rule, which we call the recognition...